In the darkest of days, in the brightest nights, I hear the call of the morning light. One must die so another may live. He came and went to stone our sins. We almost fall so others love. We almost fall so others may rise. Will you head in the call or will you demise? Will you demise? Will you demise? Uh-huh. Elijah, thank you for that beautiful song. Beautiful! That sh was dark. That was the most beautiful song I ever heard. As you all know, tomorrow is the annual Scone Fall Festival. I will now bring up Pagan Ginger, who is the president of the Fall Festival Planning Committee. But not only did Pagan Ginger bring the good meat platter for after mass, but she will share important last minute announcements. Pagan Ginger. Thank you, Pastor. Hello, everyone. It is once again that glorious time of the year where the leaves change, plants crumble, and the air smells of death. Isn't it wonderful? I know the real smell of death because I was in the war. Fall is the most incredible and spiritual time of the year. All of the plants and trees die, and when spring comes around next year, they are reborn, more beautiful and strong. It is truly magical. So I would like to thank everyone with their involvement in making this fall festival the best one yet. Give yourself a round of applause. Not to be cynical. Liv, your middle name is cynical. Liv Cynical Parker, hello. It's actually Cynthia, but maybe we should hold back on a round of applause because we still have a couple hours until the fall festival. Plenty of things could go wrong in that time. We have been known to ruin every event we've ever thrown. That's not true. In the last two months alone, we have had a poorly attended yard sale, a prisoner rehab day that turned into a prison escape, a disastrous fish fry turned protest, a spring showcase that only showcased Garfield and Denise getting it on, and two bungled mission trips. Well, the mission trip wasn't bungled. You were tortured for two days. Yeah, and then we got to sit on the beach with margaritas for three days, so it kind of worked out. Pastor Elijah made the church, non-dominational and made of birch. They hired Liv, a new secretary, after the old one stole money unfairly. Kelly volunteers, my surrounds the choir. Jonathan doesn't work, yet he's still hired. There's no judgment at the non-denominational. Some say things around here get inspirational. Oh, hi Ricky, you're here early. Hi Liv. Well, since Charlene quit, there's still a lot of more things I have to go through, so I thought I'd start the day early. Oh, sweetie. You know it's not your job to go through the church's finances. I mean, Ricky, you're just a child. Charlene was a grown woman employed to solve our financial problems, and she had a meltdown more severe than the molasses floods in Boston in 1919. Sugar, what makes you think you can? I was the one who found out that Elijah never canceled the automatic monthly payments to church choir weekly. I still don't understand how no one seemed to notice the fact that we were paying $10 a week for three years to receive some sheet music. Excuse me, Church Choir Weekly is not just some sheet music, it also includes a newsletter. And I was perfectly aware it was happening, I just, I couldn't cancel it. Every time I tried to cancel, they offered to give me three weeks free. Elijah, $10 a week. You saved $30 once and spent God knows how much for the rest of the year. Three years, Elijah. Come on now. 
How many times did you try to cancel it, Aisha? Well, one time I tried to cancel it back when we first got it, and I was so traumatized by the amount of questioning and confrontation from the telephone operator that I had to see my therapist and vocal coach every day for the next six months. And then I tried to do it again last year, and I, I didn't have the courage to dial the number. So you paid $10 a week for 150 weeks, that's $1,500 that this church could have had because you didn't have the balls to tell an automated computer to cancel your subscription. Is this a bad time to mention the $50 holiday specials the whole month of December or... Ooh. Elijah! I have to go. I can feel myself getting dumber. He's acting mighty uppity since he found out he can add a couple of numbers together. Try paying a mortgage, sweetie. I think Ricky is turning into Charlie Gordon from Flowers for Algernon. Liv, Ricky is still just a child. What does he know about business finances? Especially church finances? We get certain write-offs and deductions. I don't know if I'm comfortable with an 11-year-old messing with our finances. Well, our finances wouldn't be in trouble if someone didn't steal $53,000 from us. The fact that a church had $53,000 just lying around to begin with is still astonishing to me. You know what, Liv? I'm so sick of you and Jonathan treating me like I'm a common criminal. I am here. I returned the money I could and now I'm back trying to repent my sins and everyone in this church still treats me with so much disrespect. What happened to no judgment? What happened to forgive and forget? What happened to- Sharon, I'm gonna have to ask you to shut the f up. I don't care about anything you have to say. You're going straight to hell, Liv. Straight to hell. I think I'm already there because spending every day with you is my personal hell. Officer Patrick and Michelle, what are you doing here? That's right, Liv. It's your favorite police officers. I can tell you right now that you two are not my favorite police officers and I will never have a favorite police officer. Now again, what are you guys doing here? We're here to investigate. That's right. We're here to investigate because you and Jonathan suspected Silver of dealing drugs in the scone basement. Um, Jonathan and I never said that. That was you two's dumb idea. That's right. It was our idea. And we told our lieutenant about it. And he said, and I quote, you can search whatever scones you need to as long as you bring enough back for everyone. So now we're here. And now we'll be going in the basement. Do you have a warrant? A warrant? Yeah, you need a warrant to search the premises. No, Michelle, we don't have a warrant. That's all right. Officer Patrick, we can just talk to Jonathan a little more about Silver. Where is he? Jonathan is homesick. He said he's either lovesick or hungover sick. Thank you, everyone, for coming to the last fall festival meeting. I'm so excited for these festivities to commence. I know we have been struggling financially this past year, but I'm so proud of all of the hard work you have all done to make all of this happen. This wouldn't have happened without all of our group involvements. So we'll take a quick head count and then go into the itinerary. President Ginger present and accounted for Vice President Agnes. Mm, Agnes here. Secretary Matilda. Matilda here. Treasurer A.A. Ginger. Ginger here. I'm here. I'm here as well. All right, we get it. Both gingers are here. All right, all board members are here and accounted for, along with the board members from other groups involved. Ahem. Oh, right. Press Secretary Marcy. 
Press Secretary Marcy. Here. Marcy, what is a press secretary anyway? Agnes, the only question you should ask is to yourself. How come no one ever elects me as president of the committee? Am I unlikable? And then I would answer, yes. Agnes, you are incredibly unlikable. I'll have you know, and everyone else should know this too, that I'm the president of the Scondies. Ladies, please no negative energy in my conference room. Now I would like to go over all of our activities, and then we can go into the detailed itinerary. So Mystic Mama's Rocking Entertainment Company donated not one, but two stages and sound systems. Mystic Mama is doing an entertainment division now? Wow, we love empowered women. Frankly, I don't think Mystic Mama is an empowered woman. Frankly, I think I can barely empower myself to listen to her shenanigans. Did someone call for me? I was in the bathroom. No, frankly, I was just saying frankly, I'm upset. You're upset with me? <clears throat> frankly, frankly, you need to leave. Wow, no wonder I don't come to this church we won't be hosting at Mystic Mama's place anymore. We ran out of money, so we'll be hosting the Fall Festival in the Scone parking lot. Not surprised. I've seen Mystic Mama's prices. Does she think she's the pussycat dolls with their VIP packages? Speaking of no money, the cockpit will be catering the festival. Why do all of our events have to be catered by Peter and Marjorie? Their food is too dry, it's overspiced, there's this explosion of flavor in my mouth, but not in a good way, and the glazed food sticks to the back of my throat and gobs. It's, it's, it's like eating a bad case of phlegm. Marjorie, how do you and Peter donate so much food to the church? Like, how do you even make money? Ricky handles our finances now, and we're making more money than ever. That's why we've been able to cater every scone event. You trust your babbling baboon of a son with your finances. I wouldn't trust Ricky with a single match and all of the fire extinguishers in the world. I wouldn't trust him to take out my garbage. Agnes, we should hang out more. We're quite similar. I'll pass. As I was saying, other activities include the teen club doing face painting, the Witches Club doing pumpkin carving, the hay maze sponsored by the communist and socialist clubs. We will of course have a wine bar and also a cocktails by cookies bar, as well as cookies, cookies bar, and an ice cream bar by ice cream by cocktails by cookies. Hmm, the marketing for this event probably looks like sh with all these sponsors. Then we will conclude our fall festival by the fire making and s'mores while we watch Garfield and James light fireworks at a safe distance. I hope I make it out with all my toes this year. I got some very big fireworks. Some illegal ones, too. <laughs> this is going to be the most amazing fall festival yet. I cannot wait to just enjoy nature as the leaves crumble and die and the tree bark starts to peel off. Ugh. Ricky? Oh. Hi, Amber. Ricky, what are you doing in the Junior Detective League office? Uh, the Fall Festival Committee is uh, having their meeting in the conference room, and I didn't know where else to go to do my work. What are you doing down here? Um, well, I don't know. 
Sometimes I just like to come down here and read our old case files. Me too. Oh, Ricky, I don't know how to tell you this, but I've found a new partner in crime to solve crime. What? Who? Is it Chet? I know he's cooler and handsomer than me, but you can do so much better, Annabelle. No, Ricky, not Chet. Liv. Her and I have been working on a really big case. Oh. What is it? What was that? I don't know, Ricky. I haven't been down here a lot lately. Do you think it's Benny's ESL class? That doesn't sound like them. I don't know what it sounds like. Maybe we... I, I mean, you and Liv should go investigate. Oh, um, yeah. Maybe we will. Oh, fine. You and Liv go do that. I have important text documents and math to do. Fine, I have a dance number I have to rehearse anyway. Wait, it's not Corn Pumpkin, is it? We do that together every year. It is. I could do that number forwards, backwards, with my eyes closed, and in Espanol. But I've had to learn to do it without you, Ricky. I've had to learn to do a lot without you, Ricky. You're the corn. I'm the pumpkin. So it may appear that we have nothing in common. We're the best of friends you'd ever see. It's always a party with you and me. Jonathan, finally! Liv, soft whisper, please. I wasn't even going to come in. You're not going to make a joke about how you always come, are you? No, I'm not in the mood. Well, at least fall festival is tonight. Open bar. Ugh, I think I might skip it. All the screaming children and adults sounds loud. And it's happening in the scone parking lot, which doesn't remind me of fall at all. It's more of a winter scene, if you ask me. You can borrow some of the earplugs in my desk. Oh, you angel. I ran out two weeks ago during the musical episode. <laughs> Everyone was just so pitchy. I should also mention the fact that Officer Patrick and Michelle stopped by today. They were trying to search the basement. Oh my god! Are they looking for Fran and Benny? Did Fran and Benny, like, rob a bank or murder someone else? No, they were looking for Silver. Remember? They think he's selling drugs out of the basement. <gasps> oh my god! Oh shit! I forgot about that! <laughs> what did they find? Did they find the bastard? No, I told them they needed a warrant. Liv, you should just let them harass Silver and, like, I don't know, search his things. For what? You're the one who says Silver's changed, and I'm not letting any cops in the scone basement. Whatever Silver is doing down there is probably the most legal thing going on in the basement anyway. You, Pastor, and Elijah don't even go down there. I don't care what Mystic Mama says. There is a ghost down in that basement, and that ghost needs a blowout and a new wardrobe. I don't want to see some fashionless ghost. It's bad enough I have to look at Marcy every day. Hey, Liv, can I talk to you for a second? In private? Um, okay. Uh, leaving me the phone, like, I'm gonna answer that. <laughs> Ridiculous. I just completely gone. Jonathan, I thought I heard your voice. I just tried to call you. Pastor, you know I don't pick up the phone. Well, I have a favor to ask you. I need your help with Desmond. You are the queen of boy troubles. Uh, oh, fine, but you get 15 words to explain yourself. Uh, parents' dinner not go well. We have not talked since. What to do? Only 13. Not bad. 
Well, Pastor, you should just put on some sexy lingerie and go over to his place and do a sexy apology. A sexy apology? Yeah, like, sorry I ruined dinner with Mommy and Daddy, but how about we play Mommy and Daddy? Oh, I don't have too much experience in the romance department, but I think some clear-cut communication- Carolyn, please, Jonathan is in the thick of dating right now. But I've been married for over 50 years. Wow, Caroline, you're a bigger bragger than Madonna when she steps foot into Africa. Oh, fine, I'll just get to work hauling in the hay for the hay maze. I guess I'll call Desmond again. Where's Liv? She got pulled into something by Annabelle, I think. Liv, I know you asked me to look into Sharon more, but I've been busy. Busy with what? Just things, Liv, jeez. I don't ask you what you do outside this church, even though I know you watch murder documentaries and eat Lay's chips. Damn, you don't have to roast me like that. I'm sorry, I ran into Ricky today. Ah, uh, was it awkward? More awkward than when Marcy meets a talented musician and goes into overdrive. Yikes, I don't even like Marcy when she's in drive. What in the world was that? I don't know, I think it's coming from the basement. Did Fran buy an industrial sewing machine? Oh, Liv, Annabelle, good to see you. Us old ladies are gathering for a prayer circle. Oh, today we're going to learn about the Hindu god Vishnu. Where's Agnes? Doesn't she usually run the old people? Sometimes we need a break from the big personalities like Gladys and Agnes. Even Suzanne can be draining. Oh, Catherine, I have a question. Where did you get the lovely purse? Why, I actually got it here at Scone. No way. So did I. Ooh, me too, girls. Who in the congregation sold you these purses? They look too good to be homemade. All I know is my purse is a Prada purse. Do you mean Prada? Exactly. Can I see your purse, Dorothea? Go ahead, just don't steal my mementos. Hmm. And who sold you these, ladies? Oh, some burly gentleman. I forgot his name. It was something very new age. That doesn't help us. Half the men in this church are burly. We best be off. Thanks so much for chatting with us. We'll see you at the fall festival. Lev, those were knockoff purses, right? Yeah, the lines on that purse were not top-notch. I worked at Macy's for an embarrassing amount of time, and I know my professionally done knockoff purses. Those purses were not store material. I think somebody's selling knockoff purses around Scone. Do you think it's Sharon? It might be. This would be the perfect place to set up shop. These middle-aged to old women love a good purse almost as much as they love a good bargain. But we need more evidence. And I hate to say it, Annabelle, but we might need Ricky. What? We do? Why? He's good with numbers. And whoever is behind these purses is good with numbers, too. Come on. Please leave your message after the tone. Press any key to end. Hey, Desmond, it's Pastor. Sorry about dinner the other day with your parents. I know it didn't go well, but I'd like to talk to you. Kind of check in, I suppose. Let me know what's up. Do you have my number? I guess you would. <laughs> right. Thanks. Talk soon. Later, Gator. Bye. Uh, pa
Pats or Jamie that call was more desperate than Katy Perry is for a Grammy. I think I might have to go with a lingerie option. Oh, Pastor, I hate to interrupt while I clean your bookcases, but I think clear communication is what's going to help you. Carol Ann, if I wanted advice, I'd ask for it. Besides, those shelves are more dusty than Gladys. Oh, well, you're right. Both these shelves and Gladys need a bit of poking around, don't they? Oh, Desmond texted me back. He said he's been busy with lawyer stuff and we'll talk soon. Okay, I feel much better. Do you still need Starbucks? Because I was going to do a run. Well, I'm not going to run there. I'll just walk, but... A coffee with free-range corn milk would be great. Awesome. I'll get my usual triple shot, no whip, low-fat, sugar-free vanilla iced latte. You can get on that, Carol Ann. Oh, one second. I'll have to climb down off this ladder. Ricky! Yeah? Ricky, Liv and I have another mystery on our hands and we need help. Really? What can I do? I'm just good at math. You're the real super sleuth, Annabelle. Ricky, I'm sorry I didn't support you and your amazing new talent. You've always supported me and my amazing talent. There is no JDL without you. It takes the both of us to solve mysteries and I don't want to do it with anyone else but you. Why am I slightly offended by that? Annabelle, I'm sorry too. I let math get ahead of our friendship and I'll never let that happen again. I miss hearing your beautiful voice and solving crimes with you. I was just too scared to admit it. Me too, Ricky. Me too. It's true what they say. You really don't need math skills, but you definitely need at least one friend. Ah, uh, I'm sorry that you're not good at math and that you have no friends, Liv. That's not- Someone is selling counterfeit purses around Scone and we don't know who. Do you think it's connected to the sound we keep hearing? Maybe. Let's go check it out. Oh my goodness. It's been coming from that room Sylvia's been renting. Open the door slowly. Let's see what's going on in there. I see a ceiling and walls. Ricky, we're looking for purses. I see some purses and I hear someone. It's me, Silver. Yes, I'm calling you on my phone from the room in Scone. Yes, the room I make fake knockoff purses in. Uh-huh, no. I sent everyone home for the night so I could count all the illegal money I'm making off this illegal activity. Holy moly banana cream pie with vanilla wafers left. We gotta tell Pastor and Elijah. They're probably already at the fall festival, come on. Well, without further ado, let's open the fall festival. Not so fast. That's right, we're back in with a warrant. With a warren? We don't have a warren at this parish. Actually, we used to have a warren at this parish. We did? What happened to him? He was slashed. By guillotine. Really? No, I'm just starting hashtag drama. Suzanne! This fun festive fall festival function needs to wait until we conduct a basement search. A basement search? What's in the basement? Did Fran and Benny possibly murder another person? I heard that. I am Fran and German, and no, I have not murdered, at least not in that basement. I can attest, but sometimes I murder her sexually. <laughs> I knew we shouldn't have put you in charge, Ginger. I wasn't in charge. That's what a lot of you millenniums and generation we say, I bet. Out of our way! We're going to the basement! Pastor, Pastor, we need to talk to you. 
There's something going on in the basement. That room you rented out. They're making counterfeit purses. Jackpot. Out of our way. That's right. We have a crime scene on our hands. We're opening the doors to the large basement room which we cleared out during your sale which Silver is renting out. Why, looky here, Officer Patrick. That's right. Call me a looky-loo. There's a fake purse operation happening in Scone. Silver, how could you? We thought you turned your life around. I knew Silver was a piece of crap. Literally for two months, you said he was the most changed person ever. I was blind, but now I see. One of my favorite psalms. You caught me. I'm manufacturing knockoff purses in the basement. Wow, a confession. Talk about an open and shut purse. This case was so easy. We had it in the pocket book. Don't clutch your pearls at this criminal. He's getting the book bag tossed at him in court. We can add this soft case to our wall. It of achievements. I will never commit another crime again if you promise not to make another purse joke. Silver, how could you do this? I thought we had rehabilitated you. Life ain't easy sometimes, Pastor. It's not always inspirational. Well, I suppose this really is goodbye, Silver. Well, it's just purses. I'll get like maybe a year in jail. There's still a pouch of time. This is torture. My lawyer will throw out the case just because of your purse puns. We did it, Officer Patrick. Dare I say, Detective Patrick? That's right, Detective Michelle. Um, if anything, the Junior Detective League did it. We found this operation before any of y'all did. Sure you did, little girl. Detective Patrick, cuff that man and read him his rights. All right. Well, who would have thought that illegal activity would be happening in the basement of this church? Yes, we certainly do not do illegal things like cockfights or fight clubs or cock clubs. Well, how about we go celebrate with the fall festival? What exactly are we celebrating? That we're all here together. Yeah, but Silver was paying rent that was making sure we all had a living salary. That'll get handled, I promise. Also, I think we could be implicated in a crime. Liv, focus on today. Today's the day. But, fine. We can all go enjoy the fall festival. I understand, Liv. I'm worried, too. Thank you, Jonathan. This is a serious thing. Right? Now I can say that I broke up with Silver because he went back to prison. It's perfect. Oh, never mind. I know it'll cheer you up. Guarantee of an income? No, silly. Some s'mores. You're right. If anything, I need free food more than ever before. I just solved a federal offense with two children. Honestly, what has my life come to? <laughs> They may have busted silver and the purses, but they still haven't busted me. Ha ha. Non-Denominational Season 2 was executively written and produced by Matt Rebar and Blaze Pratt. Leave a five-star rating and a comment rating if possible. Non-Denominational Sitcom Podcast was co-created by Matthew Rebar, Blaze Pratt, Karen Adams, and Kelsey Shago. Music and sound effects collected from freesound.org, Audionautics.com and some originals by Matthew Rebar. Thank you to our regular cast of voices this season, which included Karen Jones, Annalise Rebar, Paul Laux, Jessica Lockhart, Emily Terry, Reggie Pratt, Joanna Molson, Julia Adams, Amy Adams, Kyle Pratt, Andy McGee, Jordan Yule, Michelle Morgan, Maria Cross, Dennis Baker, River Anwundinjo, John Toth, Scott Terranova, and others who contributed. 
check out the website for more information at www.nondenominationalpodcast.weebly.com or check us out on Instagram at nondenominationalscone. Until next time.